And now, streaming out of Northeast Ohio, representing Marks, Drunks, and a little bit of kayfabe, AIW Fan Club. It's wrestling and podcasting, previewing and reviewing all motherfucking day. People of the world, I give to you wrestling fucking cheers. Taking your way in the world today takes everything you got. Taking a break from all your worries sure would help a lot. Wouldn't you like to get away? Sometimes you wanna go where everybody knows your name, and they're always mad you came. You wanna go where you can see that troubles are all the same. You wanna go where everybody knows your name. Do you think people will notice that I uh, that I'm not wearing pants? No, it's not a video podcast. No, oh, thankfully we're. It's just not a video podcast because. <laughs> I can only imagine like uh, Boogie in the background. I'm just going to clarify everybody. I'm not wearing pants, but I am wearing an entire snowsuit. So <laughs> when am I going to meet Boogie? Dude, I don't know that. I don't know why you want to. She's not nice. It's not a nice cat. Like <laughs> she mean? Like, she's what? like, I like her, but like I, man, if somebody didn't, I would understand. <laughs> Is she mean? Um, she can be. She's just kind of standoffish. Like she's not around a lot when people like would come over. She'd just dip and like hang out in the bathroom and I don't know. Like that cat though, you gotta think. Like no one ever really came over to my apartment, so she never really saw people. Uh and then like Yeah, I guess, yeah. She just never really was like socialized as like a kitten. Or, like I think she probably I don't think she saw another person that wasn't me for a good like nine to ten months of her life, like starting out. <laughs> I can kind of get that. Dexter was the same way. Like after we, we got him, which that was like, I think we got him at around seven weeks and only time he'd ever see other people's when they came over, which was rare. So a lot yeah. of times he would fucking run. And like the first Thanksgiving we had, we had, uh, well, like we had while living here, we had here and like, that was a group of people. And he was just like, fuck no too many. <laughs> so he like ran and hid the whole fucking time. When we get, when people come in one-on-one, like, uh, he has gotten better over time. And same with, with Brownie, like they love the one-on-one interactions. Dude, I'll tell you what I didn't expect. And it's for Doyle to not like anybody. That's super weird. Really? He is definitely sketched out by every person when he first meets them, like very scared. And like, I thought he was going to bite Ed Battis's hand off. Because, like, Vadis reached in the back uh, of my car with the window down. And right away, I was like, ooh, don't do that. Like, <laughs> like, but, like he got it out in time. But, like, yeah, that dog is definitely going to bite his hand. Like, Yeah, but that's Vadis. <laughs> it's been everyone. That's the weird. Like, it's, it's no, uh, it's not been everyone. It's been a lot of people. He's hard to read because it's not like, you know, some like people are like, oh, my dog doesn't like guys. Well, he does like some guys, but he doesn't like some girls. And it's just, he, there's no way to figure out who is not going to like scare him. That's why I like having a dog that loves everybody. Like when my dog meets people, you would think we've never loved on her at all. Like, oh my God, attention. <laughs> and it's just like, you, you get spoiled. Stop it. So is this a point where I'm like, it's wrestling cheers. It's, it's wrestling cheers. I'm oil's bad owner <laughs> that's made him scared of people apparently 
Do you think you have listeners that don't listen to my show? I was just thinking about that today. <laughs> I because I think our I think our our Venn diagram of our show's audience is almost a complete circle. I would yeah, it's it's one of those things. It's it's almost because I think there are people that don't listen to Pod Van Dam, and I think there's people that don't listen to Wrestling Cheers. Okay. Look, looking at my numbers, there's a lot of people that don't listen to Wrestling Cheers, but that's a different story. <laughs> I'm glad I've never asked Jonah what our numbers are. I just assume no one listens to Pod Van Dam. I assume we're not very popular. And then Jonah is making sure to make make that the case. <laughs> I want to see the numbers of Pod Van Dam like over time, like going back to the early days with Justin to now. I can just- tell you the numbers, the steady number throughout the first year I was doing Pod Van Dam with Justin was like thirty five. <laughs> and those those episodes have been wiped, haven't they? Um, he has them on a hard drive. Because like I want to every so once in a while, like I want to go back and listen to him. And then there was this other show that I really liked. It was called like Benefits of Podcasting or something. And like, did that, you like that? <laughs> yeah, I remember like the first day I listened to it was the same day I first listened to uh, the Adults podcast, and both podcasts didn't last long, and they're they're both gone. Do you remember what what Adults was? No, that was a a short lived Magnum CK podcast. Oh my god, that was probably really funny. Oh, it was great. Him and uh, Mike. The main thing that they did every episode, I mean, they they had other conversations because they would like pick a song and like break it down and like how break it down, <laughs> well, well, like break it down to a sense of like how funny it is. And it's not like, oh, this is a comedic song. It's like, no, we're going to yeah. we're going to talk about this song line by line and how utterly stupid and funny it is. Like one like one song I remember was uh, one bourbon, one shot, one beer. I don't know that song. Uh, um, it's by George Thorogood. Probably don't know who that is. It's the guy that does. The I bad, don't know who that is at all. Yeah, it's the guy that does Bad to the Bone. Oh, you know what I found out uh, <laughs> by being back at like my old job, right? Because mm-hmm. the CD didn't exist when I worked there before. Um, the band that does Flirting with Disaster has other songs enough other songs that they have like a greatest hits live album that blew my fucking mind because i've never heard another song of theirs besides flirting with disaster i don't even know who, what song flirting with disaster is i'm traveling down the road and i'm flirting with disaster okay i think i got it yeah sounds like it'd be a nascar song so psj <laughs> probably knows it. it's probably big in nascar well, I guess I should probably do like the actual opening of uh, Welcome Back to Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, especially when you're the murder grandpa. This is Wrestling Cheers. We'd like to talk about things going on Northeast Ohio independent wrestling scene. We preview shows, we review shows, and sometimes we even have interviews along the way. This is a preview for AIW's Eyes of the Beast. I'm your host, Justin Summers, and Wrestling Cheers is brought to you by the Training Topics Network and Midwest Territory. Please rate, review, and subscribe your ever listen to this fine podcast, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn, YouTube, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon Music, or Podbean, WrestlingCheers.Podbean.com. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Facebook.com slash WrestlingCheers, Twitter.com slash WrestlingCheers, and Instagram.com slash WrestlingCheers. Email, if you so choose to desire, WrestlingCheers at gmail.com, and we don't have a merch store anywhere. Like I said, I'm your host, Justin Summers, and you've already heard Ed as we did a nice little uh, Pod Van Dam opening. Um, yeah, the math adds out. I was going to be like, I don't think it was a Pod Van Dam opening because uh, half of us aren't high, but half of us are high. So 
Which is a witch? The, we'll never tell. We'll never <laughs> tell. We'll let them guess. The one that has random drug test and the one who doesn't. Yeah, I ain't never pissed in a cup in my life. Never? Oh, I've never had to take a drug test. Oh, wait, no, that's not true. I took one and failed. <laughs> At uh, one of the jobs that I had to get hired in, you had to uh, pass a piss test. So, like, you worked your 90 days and I needed to take one. So, uh, I got fake pee and I did that. And then our boss was like, hey, they said your test results were not inclusive because it was fake urine. Why do you think that is? And I was like, oh, dude, because I put fake piss in that cup. Like, <laughs> You're honest. Why else would they? Like, why else would it be that? Like, well, okay, well, I gotta let you go. And I was like, no, understandable. I get it. No problem. No problem. I've actually sold my pee once before. Dude, who drank it? <laughs> well, I hope he didn't drink it because it was a friend of mine trying to uh, pass a drug test and... At that point, like I was, oh, this was way before I was a truck driver, but I wasn't doing anything and he knew my piss was clean and he, uh, and I peed in, I think it was like a Ziploc bag for him. Oh my God. Yeah. That's a, putting a lot of trust in that Ziploc. Yeah. And he had, what was it? Like he had, a, it was in the winter. So he did, like, he was able to keep it on the heater of his, uh, yeah. and his car. So like, it was like, oh, why is this all cold all of a sudden? <laughs> it just came out of your body. But, did you know, um, Belle Delphine sold her bathwater. Oh, Jesus Christ. This isn't Pod Van Dam. And here's the history of Belle Delphine. Um, oh, shit. Never mind. I can't do this bit. I deleted those notes. <sighs> is, that the, is, that, is that this year's bit? Is Belle Delphine? What? Or, or no. What's no, that's not it? a bit. Like, Belle Delphine has been, like, put into the same lexicon as, like, a Chris Chan or, um... Like a boogeyman. It's like a, that's the thing that will entertain me endlessly and for like throughout time now. Like that is not a bit anymore. I think Belle Delphine is super funny and like genius and any fan. So at one point it was. Uh, I thought she was like funny in the same way that I think bits are funny at first for sure. Yeah, but then it's like no, this girl's actually genuinely pretty funny and uh, really smart, <laughs> and like this whole thing is a work. And it's I get it, I get it. So. Yeah, she's definitely like that's definitely a gen- thing I genuinely enjoy is uh Belle Delphine. This year's never bit. seen her porn though. Never watched it. This year's bit is twice, that's what it is. That's also not a bit that I love that band and they make me so happy. I played it at work today because they had to uh have like the, the plug in for our big radio. They were working on that electrical shit all day, so I had my little speaker and I played twice for like a solid fucking four hours and her boss is like why are you listening to this i'm like dude it it makes my brain make serotonin and i don't know why but like <laughs> i am not in a position to like <laughs> to be like no i don't need that so like yeah i don't know it, they, they make me so happy and i can't explain it and i know it's weird and i get it and i just i don't know <sighs> i mean we can go back to the uh the twitter conversation we had about music which one I got yelled at a lot about music in the last couple weeks. Uh, it was the one where you said like certain bands were shit. Oh, well, that's less of a conversation and more about, I think the problem with Twitter is that, uh, cause this is a conversation I've had with Pat and Jonah about my usage of things on Twitter too, where I don't think I should have to say in my opinion, or this is my opinion because I'm the one tweeting that. So I think it's just widely known that it's in my opinion. So I think, when I say I think ACDC and KISS suck, I'm not saying that they're shit. Like, they're genuinely shit. No one should listen to them. I'm saying my opinion is I think they're shit. 
But like at the same time, like I said, I listen to fucking K-pop, so maybe no one should take my opinion on music seriously. Like it's, it, I wouldn't uh, preface it wasn't an attack on you. I just I do have that feeling in or opinion in yeah. general when people like word stuff, where it's just like, oh my god, this is awful, this is stupid. But like when it comes to like music and some movies and some TV shows, especially like with music, it's like like one of the bands you said that was shit is one of my favorite bands. Uh, it's one of Stacy's favorite bands, and that's Kiss. Like, do yeah. do I think like they're musically like the best? No, I think they're the greatest band ever. But I I go by like the presence they gave and all that kind of stuff. Not like Santa presence, but like the presence um, to, to to the scene and all that kind of stuff. But like, if people don't like them, I'm just like, yeah, that's fine. I get it. Like, I also like ICP, so I feel like that's part of the reason why I like Kiss so much is because there's a lot of similarities between them. And ICP is definitely not the most uh, musically gifted group ever. I would say Kiss is better than ICP, just for the simple fact that, like, I don't know what ICP has done, really, because I, I don't follow them. But I do know that Gene Simmons is half responsible for Sophie Simmons, who is gorgeous. So Kiss gets a neg- right above ICP. I'd push him. I'd push that pushes them over the ledge, you know? Yeah, because, like, right now, I'm, I'm buying a fuck ton of Kiss shit. Like, Music and everything. Is Sophie Simmons married? <laughs> yeah, but I think she kind of looks like her dad, right? Oh, stop. Don't ruin Sophie. I think Sophie Simmons is really gorgeous. <laughs> we don't need to do this. <laughs> kind of like how um, Brooke Hogan. Don't say Brooke Hogan. Yeah, Brooke Hogan kind of looks like Hulk Hogan. I don't hear it. James Kimball. Well, what a lucky man. <laughs> I don't know. Does, does Paul Stanley have a daughter? She might be hot. <laughs> no chance she's hotter than Sophie Simmons. <laughs> And Paul Stanley's awesome. I'm always like, man, I wonder how like Gene Simmons is ugly ass made like such a gorgeous, gorgeous human being. And then I'm like, oh, Shannon tweets her mom. <laughs> like, forgot about that part. Like, yeah, your mom was a model. <laughs> it's like the Mick Foley uh, Noel thing. It's like, well, yeah, Mick looks like Mick, but like Colette was a model, guys. <laughs> yeah. I, my mom thinks Mick Foley is very handsome, though. I, I don't know about any more, but like back in 98 when I watched, my mom thought Mick Foley is a very handsome man. Noel's good looking. Frank the Clown's a sexy boy. Damn. <laughs> hey, um, I like Frank the Clown. Frank the Clown had that picture from, was it WrestleMania weekend, where it was him with Shaza McKenzie, and it was just like, oof. <laughs> That's an annoying photo. Well, uh, speaking of which, uh, we got this. Uh... Eyes of the Beast to talk about. So, oh my god, is she on the show? Yes! Holy shit! I forgot! I completely forgot Shazza McKenzie was on the show. I think I just ruined it. I swear to god, when I said that about her and Frank, I had no idea. Uh, do you want me to hit a button? Yeah, yeah, let's hit the button. See, I have buttons to hit too. All right, that, this is going to be a good transition. Uh, Ed doesn't necessarily know what the women's match is on the show. I do now. I didn't look it up, but I, it's got to be uh, Shaza and Jocelyn, right? Yeah. If if you we didn't talk about Shaza, yeah, I would have no fuck. I would know it would be Jocelyn, and that would be the extent of it. Like, no, I would have never guessed Shaza McKenzie. Yeah, I completely forgot that she was on this show. So, but yeah. that means like I'm following all the right people that never tweet about Shazam McKenzie. Oh, you don't follow Caden? 
Caden, this this does fall on his shoulders. Yes, never mind. Caden, you haven't tweeted about Shazam McKenzie enough. I forgot she was on the show. Because I thought at one point he was a huge fan of hers. So yeah, Jocelyn Navarro versus uh, Shazam McKenzie. Are we talking about it right now? Yeah, we're talking about it right now. Jocelyn is dope. I really like Jocelyn. Uh, She's gotten, like in the last year since AIW's come back, I would say she is the most improved person on that roster. I admittedly have never watched a Shaza McKenzie match. So, like, she could be good. I only know her from her Twitter presence, which does nothing for me. <laughs> um, So this could be a really good match. I've never seen Jocelyn have, like, a bad match, like, in this last year since, the, like, AIW came back. So it could be good, yeah, but it could be great. Like, Shaza could be a really great wrestler. I just wouldn't, I just don't know. Guess we're going to find out on Friday for you. Yeah. Though I, I'm... I'm much like you. I've never seen a Shaza McKenzie match. I just know her from Twitter. <laughs> it's like the opposite of RJ City. Like, there's a reason, like, we don't see him wrestle much because he doesn't really wrestle a lot. But Shaza's more of a wrestler than RJ is. Dude, RJ City has, like, my dream where, like, he gets to technically say he's a wrestler and never have to do it. <laughs> do you watch that interview with him and Eddie? It was great. No, I, I didn't. Eddie Kingston does not find RJ City to be a funny person. I'm, I believe it. Yeah, there, he just doesn't get that. He doesn't get his humor. He says a couple times, like, he's not funny. Why is why are you all laughing? He's not funny. This isn't funny. And that's why Eddie Kingston never came on Pod Van Dam. Um, that's exactly. Yeah, we'll blame <laughs> that. That's why. <laughs> I could see him do the same thing to you. Oh, my God. You yeah, know, I forgot I used to ask questions. <laughs> the only thing I miss about for the interviews is the uh, uh, the one question, the, the sleaze list. Oh, the sleaze list? So right before we made the call to not do interviews anymore, um, I told Jonah that I was just going to start asking everyone where they were on 9-11. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Which I wish I would have broke out for the Rhett Titus interview. I don't know. I just would love to hit him with that question just to see how he would have reacted. Like somebody so not into doing this right now would have reacted like to me asking him where he was on 9-11. It would be interesting only because like you're going to get people from like a lot of different ages. Like for me, that was like my freshman year of high school. Dude, there's going to be someone who's like, oh, I was in kindergarten that day. Guaranteed. That's the interesting part would be to see who actually answers it and who doesn't get that. This is just a bit for me to ask the most uncomfortable fucking question that I can that will scry the like put this interview to like a screeching halt. (laughs) Like, because it's following Pat's like stuff like, hey, what's your Taco Bell order? (laughs) Like, (laughs) Ed, I'm like, where were you on 9 11? Like, (laughs) is this my hero academia? Um, 9 11. No, I don't think it was. No, twice. So those twice. All Might should have stopped it. That's my that's my controversial stance. Is that if a superhero could have stopped 9/11 and didn't, they are bad at their job. Feel free to edit all this out, Summers. <laughs> nah, we're good. <laughs> I I agree with you with with Jocelyn of how she's improved over time. Like mm-hmm. I'll even admit, like when I saw her pre AIW, like I wasn't a huge fan because there was like there was some things that I saw lacking from her. Like one of them in particular, I remember at a show, she was talking in the ring, like kind of like cracking some jokes and I couldn't understand her. And I was basically from her. And then this was an outdoor show and everything she's done since then, 
um, Shannon getting better, especially then like going to AIW. Like you could tell, like there there is a, like a complete change where she was, you know, she had kind of like had this. I don't want to say it was a gimmick, but she always wore like caution tape type thing. Yeah, and like now she's like totally ditched that. She's she takes this Jamaican thing to another level and coming out of the flag, like fuck, like we know it's it's Jocelyn and in the ring, like she's put on some great fucking matches against men and women. And her promo skills have gotten a lot better. I know what you mean by like, when you say like, I couldn't understand her. You mean like, you know, like when people are first starting out and they're just trying to talk in the ring and they're still very reserved, like their confidence isn't there yet. You know what I mean? So they're like talking inside themselves. It's hard to explain, but like, they're not projecting. They're not like, cause it's like the, the confidence isn't there. But like the confidence is absolutely there with Jocelyn now. And it's dope. Oh Yeah. Like, I, I love when she had that match versus Riley and she just fucking runs in the ring and starts beating his ass. I was just going to say, like, another thing Jocelyn's discovered this last year is how to beat the shit out of people. It's fucking <laughs> yeah. awesome. Like, I, I do love it when she gets chances to have match against dudes. Like, it's, it's nothing against her wrestling women, but she fucking hits hard. And, okay, I want to see her hit everybody hard. And, <laughs> all right, stop hitting women hard. Let's hit, uh, I don't know, like I said, let's hit Riley Rose hard. Let's hit, uh, Chase Oliver hard. I don't know. Who, who else you want to hit hard, Jocelyn? Just hit him. Hit him. She's a, she'd be fun in the gauntlet. You know what I mean? Oh, I hope she's in gauntlet. What's happening gauntlet weekend? I don't know. Do you got some sort of uh, anime convention? that day? I feel, I, nothing, It's not an anime convention, but it's in the back of my mind. Like, no, something is happening that weekend, and I can't think of what it is. <laughs> so I guess I'll go to gauntlet. Because, <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't even know what the other thing is. I mean, it's May 21st. I know oh. it's it's two days after the Mexican pizza comes back at Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. I would never eat that. Got, like, tomatoes on it. Yuck. You can get it without tomatoes. Isn't sour cream on it, too? I don't want that either. I don't know. I've never had a Mexican pizza. Bro, by the time I got done with it, it would just be, like, that shitty beef and cheese. <laughs> like, then what's the point? I just eat a taco. Who do you got with uh, Jocelyn and Shaza? Jocelyn, we just talked about her a lot, and, jo- <laughs> and Shaza not a lot. So that's my, definitely my pick is Jocelyn. Yeah, I too. I'm gonna go uh, Jocelyn Navarro, but um, I always pick Jocelyn. Let's move on to the next one. The AIW Tag Team Titles are on the line. PME versus Members Only. I like those Members Only voice. Have they won any awards? They won, actually, they won the Pod Van Dam something. <laughs> I have no clue what that Black Eaton says. None. It's Tag Team of the Year. Is it Tag Team of the Year? Okay. Because they might have won another award and it wasn't Tag Team of the Year. That's, that's the funny they thing about the ta- whole thing. What did they win then? Debut of the Year. Okay. <laughs> Makes even less sense now. What a, what a terrible bit. Someday we could like sit down and like talk about that whole bit <laughs> because there's so many fucking like layers and twists to it. Is it still, do they come out with that still? Are they still doing that? Yeah, they were just at OCW when they came out That's with it. That's fucking awesome. Then keep it up, boys. That's great shit. <laughs> yeah, one day we'll talk about it, but today's not today. So, uh, what great things you got to say about members only? Uh, I like them a lot. Uh, first of all, red and black color motif. The coolest color motif you can go with as a wrestler. All the greats, Kevin Nash, Kane, everybody wore red and black. 
Um, they're not PME, uh, so I like that about them. <laughs> and PME is just how do you how do you watch Matt Cardona in near tears over a toy AWA ring and be like, that's what I'm gonna hitch my wagon to. That's that's the guy. <laughs> Should be ashamed of themselves, Summers. Yeah, but he also they also yeah they but he Cardona also has a pretty big following. Like I I see sort of Jim Jones, you know what I mean. <laughs> but yeah, the, I, I I see it firsthand. There's people that are uh, like loyal followers to uh, Broski. I say, and Cardona, if you're listening, you test that loyalty with poison Kool Aid. It's the only way to know, <laughs> dude. That's all right. No, seriously, Matt Cardona, you need to start when everybody gets bored of this stuff you're doing now. You need to start working this into a cult gimmick. <laughs> like, it's so easy just to tweak a little bit of it, and all of a sudden he's a cult leader. Uh, it's not like a big stretch. No, it's not. Like, I think this is a good idea. I said it as a joke, and now I'm starting to think this might be an all right idea. Because, like I said, I know some people that are pr- pretty uh, devout followers of. Uh, of yeah, the yeah, yeah. Brothers of the Broski. <laughs> I could I could get into a conversation here about a a crazy conversation that popped up and Cardona was uh going against it and I kind of like pulled a card where I was like, "Um, hey, what about this?" And it Did you say, "Did you pull the ultimate card of How's your friend Marty Skrull?" <laughs> no, no, no. It was uh <laughs> it it was somebody talking about bootleg shirts. And Cardona was anti bootleg shirts. There's a lot of people that like came up in the comment section talking about how bootleg shirts were bad. And granted, the poster was just saying like, hey, isn't it like we get a lot of bootleg shirts to where the person making it is like more creative than the actual people that would do those shirts. So he was he wasn't meaning like people that were counterfeiting shirts, not like, oh, yeah, well, I don't want Vince McMahon to make money. So I'm going to screen print my own Austin 316 and I'm like, there's going to be some changes to it. So I don't get. Oh, Cardona just understood what misunderstood what people meant by bootleg. Basically. But what, but what, which I'm not a big fan of like counterfeit shirts only because like a lot of times I can tell just, they look trashy. They look like shit. Yeah. But you get some really good bootleg shirts. Like one that I love. I have, a hoodie of it, two long sleeve shirts, I think two t-shirts where it's uh the main part of it is it's like ICP's Hatchet Man, but it's uh Pennywise from it. So it's like that kind of like shadow. And then for the long sleeve and the hoodie on the sleeves, it's all the Joker's cards, but incorporated some sort of like horror movie slasher or horror, just horror movie character. That is a bootleg because they don't have permission from ICP. They don't have permission from any of anybody making those movies so a few times like cardona just doubled down on like how against he was like families making money blah 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 and i'm like don't you own disney wwe shirts (laughs) that post got deleted pretty quick after that he said i don't fucking talk about that shit i i'm just as summer as i thought i thought you were my friend you traveled to baltimore to see me you do this to me of everybody i love cardona but that was one of those times it's like, dude, like you're looking like a hypocrite and like, it's not like, we're not talking about fucking like, uh, fair shirts basically, or, uh, you know, there's just outside of like games shirts where they're trying to like hawk these like, uh, fake ass shit. 
Like, no, it's, and I know he owns some other shit too. So yeah, that, that happened in the group and I was just like, Hey, what about this? So yeah, there, there is a uh, cult following a little bit behind him. There we go. See, but there we just, um, PME don't drink the Kool-Aid though. If he offers it, I don't want them to, if they can every show. Cause like, man, it's, it's really difficult booing PME. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I I think they they make it a little easy. I mean, I hate their friend. I don't really hate them. <laughs> like, I don't know. I I just like those boys a lot. You know, <laughs> it's like. <laughs> well, they're they're going up against members only. So I mean, that's that's one one oh, thing, right? That's true. Um, and if you know members only, they don't even have to win because they're already they won the greatest prize you can, <laughs> the Pod and Dam Tag Team of the Year uh, plaque. I think what's so impressive about that is they beat out Bitcoin boys. It wasn't. Listen, <laughs> it was a really hostile environment when we were talking through those awards and uh, feelings were hurt and uh, it almost broke us. So one of us had to be the bigger man and acquiesce. Um, so that's that's why they won. I But to me, I said, I think they both should get plaques. So B- Bitcoin boys should uh, get we should get them plaques too. Somebody should get no. That's too many. That's a bad bit. That's too many plaques. <laughs> too many fucking plaques. No, it's only two. That's one. Nah, you can't have two. Can't have two number can't ones. Two. That's eleven. Unless unless one person has two and then they can hold them like Owen with the Slammies. So I guess the only person that could have two plaques would be members only next year if they win tag team of the year again. Then they could have two plaques. Or does it? I'll have to talk to everybody about it when we record tomorrow. Does it work like a title to where, like, if you beat members only, are you now the Pod Van Dam Tag Team of the Year? I don't see why not. The only reason why not is would have been like if they've already lost since we gave them that flag, <laughs> and then that bit shot dead. <laughs> you, can't, you can't do that bit anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. They already lost, but they haven't lost yet. I, I think I'm they have lost right now. I'm going to find out. We'll get back to that. We're going to put a pin in this. And we'll get back to it. I was wondering if it would be like uh, Pat Patterson. Did, did, did they win the win those awards in... Uh, fuck, where did he win it? Was it Brazil? Yeah, it was Brazil. Oh, no, no, no. Rio de Janeiro. There we go. Isn't that in Brazil? Is it in Brazil? Yes, it is in Brazil. That's where uh, members oh, that's only won the awards. That was quick. So, members only have not lost... In AIW, right? Mm-hmm. Since we gave him that flag, so is that the good luck charm? Maybe this. It seems to be. Um, if you, if you're PME and you're listening, plug your ears right now. I don't want you to hear this. Yo, Malcolm, use that fucking plaque as a weapon. Hit them, <laughs> hit them with it if you have to. You make sure that ref is looking. You hit them with that plaque. If it breaks, we can get you another plaque. Let's get those belts. Take those belts, guys. Let's do this. Okay, what I want to see happen, I want to see members only win, and then their first title defense is against the Bitcoin boys. Oh, that'd be amazing. I mean, it would be match of the year, um, and I think the winners would be the fans. I mean, technically, we did see it not too long ago, because that's where we got the whole uh, Power Rangers or mid thing. Um, Not mid. You know what? <laughs> Listen, if you're, if you're in members only, plug your ears. I want you to hear this next part. <laughs> I'd want the Bitcoin boys to win that just for that comment alone. Okay. I think this should be a really interesting match, too. We got the fact that uh, members only, their first 
official AIW match was against PME for the titles. I think it was for the titles. It was one of those uh, can shows. Um, and they didn't win them, huh? <laughs> no. Uh. Could could you imagine if there was a title change at the one of the North Canton shows? I would have loved it. I would have. Uh, I would have loved it. <laughs> I would have done it. <laughs> but I'm I'm bad at booking, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's why we don't have the dude. Pavin this season. That's, no, we don't have it because I'm the best at booking. And fucking, I won, and then I didn't even get my card judged. Um, I, I think they should, if they do those Canton Street Festivals, have the Weirdster come in with his UXWA, uh, Bug Main TV, whatever Intergalactic Hardcore <laughs> Championship, and defend that. Man, that's COVID took. You know what COVID took from us was that dope new UXWA belt. Did you ever get to see it? I think so. It not, was really not, cool looking, dude. Not, not in person, just pictures. It was real cool looking. And never got to. I don't even think it made it to a show. I think that show that they was gonna get like debuted at was the first one that got that weekend. It got canceled. And then I think Weirdsters has like a scary skull man on it. Who do you got in this match? Uh, members only for sure. One hundred percent walking out with the plaque and the belts. I'm also going to pick members only. And hopefully this loss makes PME rethink some of their friendships. All right, let's move on to the next one. This match literally got announced, like, not too long before we started recording. So this is kind of the cutoff if any matches were announced after this. Not going to be on this recording. We got Pretty Boy Smooth versus Filthy Tom Lawler versus Kaplan versus Joshua Bishop. You have three former absolute champions. And Kaplan. I'd say uh, Kaplan's in good company. Um, it's going to be fucking great. Um, <laughs> I, I, I was, now I'm excited for this show. <laughs> like Before, I was like, yes, it'll be, a, it'll be an alright show. I'll have a good time. And now I'm excited. That gets me pumped. Um, Kaplan and Tom Lawler. Wow. Along with Bishop what, and Smith. What will that even look like? You know what I mean? Uh, I think this has the potential of being one of the most uh, hard-hitting matches on the card other than, you know, what? other particular one um i had a thought and i lost it um <laughs> dope i like that <laughs> oh i remember uh all these guys have pretty good theme music too <laughs> um what's kaplan come out to i can't remember deftones there's no definitely yeah which i was like is perfect for kaplan because that's got like a real backyard wrestler feel to it uh, BC Boys, dope. Sleepyhead is fucking iconic, and low key the best entrance music in the entire company is PP Smooth. That is a conversation for that a I'll different be sure day. Song? It's so good. I mean, there's a lot of like really good uh, dude themes in AIW. PB PB Smooth didn't make sense to me until he had that entrance music, and then it clicked for me at one of those shows where I was just like, "Wait, is PB like a sexy sex man?" And they're like, yeah. And I was like, I'm just now like, all right, PB's a sexy sex man. That's dope. Like, that music put it all together perfectly. That's the perfect entrance music. There was, like, I think, one show he came out to KRS-One, and I really like that. But that's just me liking KRS-One. He came out to Long Live the Chief for a little bit, and that was good. Mm-hmm. But for the current PB Smooth, there is not a better entrance song than the, that song he has right now. So Night he- and Day. Oh, that song fucks, dude. That's awesome. So do you think that is the best theme in the end? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Like, I would rock. I Like, that is, like, that's on playlists that I listen to. Like, 
solely because like I heard it at AIW with PB Smooth, like that song is fucking dope. And it like fits him absolutely perfectly. It's hard for me to pick one, but I'm really partial to main events. Like, what do they come out to? That th- uh, the theme fucking slaps. I gotta fucking f- find it on my track list. Didn't they come out to Razor Sharp's music? No. In a dark match one time. No. Why am I remembering this then? You're th- you're th- you're thinking of an Akron show that. Yeah. Other for sure an Akron show. It w- it was other people that came out to it. Okay. Like one dude's from St. Louis, and I can't remember off the top of my head who the other guy was. Okay. Akron shows are a fucking blur to me. Like the other day, I remembered that they did a CPA boar tag team. It's <laughs> just randomly. Like those dark matches are, yeah. I think they're that, all like a giant blur. That was the last one, too. The last uh, CPA booking. Yeah. So, dude, that's a dream team right there CPA and the boar. Hey, is this. Is Kaplan going to get to put people through doors and shit in this match? Are there rules or what? Oh, if Bishop's in it, I would think this is intense rules. Fuck yeah, dude. The main event, their theme is called Outlet by, I don't know if I'm pronouncing this right, uh, D-Singer? (laughs) D-E-S-I-I-G-N-E-R. What's it called? What's the song called? Outlet. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, for some reason Google's being real slow for me. Well, because your internet on. is horrible out there. <laughs> how how we're, <laughs> we're managed to stay on this? Call? Well, my phone is on cell service, so. Ah. Uh, okay, now it's clicking with me. All right. Great. Not team. as good as uh, Nine Day. <laughs> I'm just saying that's, that's uh, right now one of my favorites. Um, I hope Tom Lawler is like, yo, guys, I'm a former UFC fighter, so if you want to hit me really, really hard, go for it. That's what I'm hoping for from this match. Like, Kaplan and Josh Bishop Wildness will be, like, dope. But, like, I'm all for people hitting each other super hard. Remember that time Filthy Tom Lawler came out to ICP? No. <laughs> were, you, were, you at that, did the, were you at the December show? The ICP one? I can't remember wh- whether it was this past December or... Yeah, I think it was this past December because he came out to Santa Claus as a fat bitch. Oh, yeah. Okay, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, I would have known that wasn't ICP. I've never heard ICP really, besides the oddities theme, so I wouldn't have known that it was ICP. What about Vampiro? Oh, take it, yeah. Yeah. See? You knew- I don't know two ICP songs. <laughs> and there's been there was two ICP songs that have been used on Pod Van Dam when I edited it. As there? <laughs> yeah, when I the oh, first, the first yeah, yeah, yeah. The week I edited it. Oh man. Who do you got in this match? I uh, that's what I was just thinking about. This is a hard pick. Well, PB Smooth has the best entrance music. <laughs> um, Tom, I'm gonna go Tom. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bishop. No, Kaplan doesn't have ownership in a cow anymore, right? He doesn't. No, I asked about it last show. He said it got way too expensive. And I was like, fucking Joe Biden's America, huh? Man can't even afford to have partial ownership of a cow anymore. <laughs> okay, Jonah. <laughs> please, please don't do Jonah's bits here. <laughs> All right, let's uh, move on to the next one. This one will be a fun one. Riley Rose versus Chase Oliver versus Johnny Patch versus Uncle Chase versus Wes Barkley versus Mikey Montgomery. Ed, who you picking? Mikey Montgomery. Okay, with that out of the way, how do you feel about this match? Mikey will win, but uh, I've never, the only person I'm not familiar with is Uncle Chase. Uh, which you've seen him, right? Because he did, he did a Winchester show, right? 
Yeah, I liked Uncle Chase, but you're so hit and miss on who you like and don't like. I don't know whether you like him or not. Right, I can understand that this would be a tough read. Yes, yes. Because uh, I don't know. I'll have to see how it all plays out. I'm open to it, though. Like, I'm definitely open to thinking it's funny. And I'll give it a chance. But there is, yeah, there's there's always the cowpoke Paul factor. <laughs> where, like, it might just be too ridiculous for me. There's, like, a line, and even I don't know where that line is. But I, I do know if somebody crosses it. He's, he's kind of a comedy guy. For sure, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I'll have to see how it plays out. Because it's just, like, there's definitely a line with me where, like, now I, now I don't like it anymore because this is too, too, too ridiculous. We'll call that the Dan the Dad line. <laughs> where, like, I don't know, sometimes I do like Dan the Dad, though. Like, I've done this thing with uh, Dan where I, I don't know if he means it to be this way, but his gimmick is so over the top and bad and, like, weird and, like, doesn't work that I think, it's, I think he is a parody of gimmicks. <laughs> right because like there's no subtlety to it like he is dan and he is a dad and i feel like that's it's got to be a commentary <laughs> on like meme wrestlers so we'll call that line the dan the dad line we will see if uncle chase is to the left or the right of it i don't know never seen him who else is in it johnny patch right yeah seen him i think he's wrestled some uxwa yes Yep. um west barkley right yes sir Always a threat. Always a threat. Uh, Mikey will win. And Chase Oliver and Riley? Yes. Both great, but both will lose because Mikey will win. I don't know. You know, Chase is a pretty tough opponent. True. But I don't even know his favorite season of Power Rangers, so not picking him to win. I'm hoping it's Mighty Morphin. It's fucking most overplayed, man. It's not, I mean, it's good, but it's. I wouldn't even put it in my top five. I'll hit it. Hit that fave five. <laughs> It is Booker oh, T five time champ, and this is the Fave Five questions. Now, can you dig it? Number five, Dino <laughs> Thunder. Num- number four, SPD. Number three, Zio. Number two, um, hard because my one and two are right right around each other. I guess if I have to go two, it will be in space, and then one is RPM. Where do you have Mighty Morphin? Mighty Morphin's probably like solid six or seven. Uh. I'll put it. It's around. It floats around the same line as Dino Fury. What do you think about the or Dino Charge? That's what I mean. Dino Fury's been okay. Dino Charge. It's Mighty Morphin and Dino Charge are on the same level. What do you think about the first Power Rangers movie? Uh, it's not canon. I know that, but it's like good. I like. I liked it when I was a kid, and I rewatched it, and I was like, "This is any. It's not any more ridiculous than the TV show." Um, I remember being upset that they didn't use those suits in the next season, though. I was a kid. I remember thinking that was pointless. Like, why? I guess those suits were just a fucking mess. So <laughs> it's probably good that they didn't. They were built to like look cool, uh, summers, but not really built for like actual fight scenes. Yeah. And they'd rip a lot, and they weighed a whole bunch, and every then the crew hated wearing them. Well, that's well, like the beginning of the movie when they're the they're more mighty Morphin. Uh, all of a sudden, like their suits have powers and abilities that they didn't normally have like oh yeah i forget which one of them like oh, the, like the headlights yes. on the fucking that's what i was about to yeah. say like all of a sudden like oh where did this come from oh yeah it's been there forever don't worry about it don't worry that angel grove looks completely different <laughs> hey this doesn't look like new zealand at all oh they weren't taping in new zealand at that point but i, I do like ivan news oh, ivan news is like an all-time villain 
Yeah, Ivan News is actually really. If you go about like watch that as an adult, Ivan News is one of the only like enjoyable parts of it. Ivan News, RJ City is a lot like Ivan News. They, they <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? He doesn't like teenagers. No, just their humor. I feel like RJ City and Ivan News would get along really well. God, I don't remember the context, but I remember using that gif before of where he goes teenagers. God, Ivan News is awesome. I need to find out if it's streaming somewhere. I need to sit down and watch that. It's been a long time. He makes that joke about being like in that egg for 5,000 years and all the things he misses. And one of the things he lists is the Brady Bunch reunion. It's like, how do you know about the Brady Bunch? Did <laughs> <laughs> you specifically miss the reunion? Like, that's all right. Well, that's like uh, Aladdin. <laughs> There's a lot of references in Aladdin that when you think about it, like when the genie comes out, it's like, well, how would you know about that? Yeah. That, that hasn't happened yet in your timeline. So you, Mikey wins. Yeah, you, you're off. Will you ever not pick Mikey or Bitcoin Boys? Oh, why would I do that? <laughs> um, Boogeyman versus Mikey. Who are you picking? Mikey would win it, but like for sure, um, maybe Okada. That could, and that'd be like I'd have to see the shape they're both in going into the <laughs> match for. Like that would be a game time decision. Doyle versus Mikey. Uh. Mikey probably Doyle just to kick out that back leg. <laughs> He's got a weak spot. He's got a very obvious weak spot. So um, I guess just Okada. I think I'm gonna pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick Chase. Oh yeah, you think Uncle Chase? <laughs> Big into him, huh? <laughs> no. Okay. Chase Oliver. Oh, that's it's, it's gonna. Yeah, maybe. Probably not, but maybe. You know, Mikey will win. But <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next match. Derek Dillinger with Zicky Heim versus M Dog Twenty Matt Cross. I don't. Know, I, th- I think this might be the first time they're going against each other. But this is a this is a pretty big match for Derek. Uh, this match is gonna be awesome. Uh, when's the last time Matt Cross was around? Uh, the it was either Danhausen or no, it was I think it was Sunny Days. Pretty okay, sure, pretty sure it was Sunny Days. Um, one time in the NXT show, Matt Cross was there. And I saw him. I said, "Hey, what's up?" It's when Lucha Underground was on, and I was like talking to him, and we took a pic, and he walked away. And I swear to God, this guy in a Lucha Underground shirt beside me, he's like, "Who is that?" I'm like, oh, it's Matt Cross. He's like, "Is he like a wrestler or something?" I'm like, yeah. He's like, "Well, I thought he might be. That's why he took a picture." I was like, "Where's he wrestle?" I was like, "Lucha Underground." <laughs> he's like, "Wait, really? Who is?" I was like, "That's Son of Havoc." <laughs> and he like freaked out. He's really pissed off that he didn't know that. He didn't get a picture. With him. Yeah, that shit happens. I, I've I've told people that M Dog was son of Havoc, and they never put two and two together. Like they knew who M Dog well, was. They, they, yeah. Well, they made him use that voice modulator thing, like in his promos. You know what I mean? Like they deepened his voice a shitload. That's who he should do, dude. They should book Son of Havoc. It should be Derek versus Son of Havoc. Son Son of Havoc versus uh, Matt Classic. <laughs> son of Havoc versus. Uh, Derek, uh, direction. That was that was two Derek's ago. That was two. <laughs> we're we're at Derek three right now. So I didn't uh, catch the last AIW show, is, but I think I saw this. Um, is Derek doing this thing where he gives Ziggy a razor's edge at people? <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe so. That's kind of that's fucking so cool. Like. <laughs> That is awesome. 
Like, I like that, that, like, Ziggy Heim is a projectile, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's so fucking good. Like, I don't know anybody else that's doing that, like, as a manager, you know what I mean? Like, no, just fucking throw me into people. Like, that's dope. Yeah, not many people are doing it, so it it really uh, stands out. Um, Eric will win this, right? Uh, I would think so, but I didn't think J-Pro was going to beat Chase at all, so I could be wrong. Um, is Matt Cross's grandma gonna be there? Oh, that's a good question. I hope she's okay. Yeah. Because I don't think she she was at the last show that he was at uh. for Sunny Day, so hopefully Grandma Cross is doing okay, and she's able to come to the show because I do miss me some Grandma Cross. It's been a... Fuck, it feels like it's been a long time. Um, I don't remember ever seeing her at the audience, so... I what a cool, like... You're right thing to get you like endear you to people is like oh my grandma comes and watches me wrestle and my grandma's like kind of awesome and like it's not like it's not like matt cross needed that you know what i mean like because yeah. he's clean would love matt cross no matter what but it's dope that that's a little added thing to, like just his aiw character pretty much is like my grandma's in the audience <laughs> oh there was that one time fucking like she was going up not she but uh kind of he was going up against super crazy and like super crazy started interacting with her <laughs> I think I had some videos of it. I even too because I was uh, sitting like on the other side of the corner of the rail buyer, and yeah. I actually like recorded like some of her reactions <laughs> because it's like it's not poking fun at her, but like she has like like really great genuine reactions, and it's like when people hear about Grandma Cross, like they they might not get it. So you like show them a video, and you're like, no, this is what Grandma Cross is like during a match, and they they'd probably go, oh, okay. I get it. Yeah, she's fucking awesome. I even th- I think I thought about her after uh, his last appearance, and I was like, "Oh fuck, we didn't see her." Totally like because obviously with COVID and everything, and just and how long mm-hmm. it had been since he had been booked, it was like you just forgot about her. So yeah, I somebody somebody tweet M Dog if uh, Grandma's gonna be there and if she's okay. Oh, I pulled that memory out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that was deep in the banks. Just like Matt Cross's grandma comes to wrestling. It's like, dude. Oh, yeah. Derek interacting with her. No, that's Derek. Don't do it. <laughs> Ziggy interacting with her. Oh, no. Ziggy mocked me one time. Never, <laughs> was I don't about, know that I'll ever forgive her for it, actually. It was about Mikey. Yeah. I can't remember if she made fun of my voice or if she made fun of the words that I said. But I do. I just remember it happening. I remember that happening, too. That was great. I picked Matt Cross to win now. <laughs> this is nothing to do with you, Derek. We have no problems. Ziggy, he mocked me one time. Did she say Power Rangers were mid? No, Ziggy would never say that. <laughs> he knows. So, are you picking M-Dog? Yeah, I'll pick M-Dog. Uh, I'll pick Derek. Let's move on to the next one. Minoru Suzuki versus Isaiah Broner. You, uh, you, you excited for this one? Okay, so, full disclosure, everybody. I was not. It's nothing as Isaiah Broner. It's just the Suzuki uh, U.S. tour matches are they all are. He does the same thing like Shinjiro Tani did Mania Weekend. We're like all the matches he did that Mania Weekend in 2019 were kind of the same match. Um, North Suzuki very much cut from the same cloth where it's the same basic, uh, not basic because it's North, It's still very good, but they're formulaic. Um, but, uh, Suzuki's last match that I saw. On the US tour, he it was a little different. He tried to do some stuff, and um, 
I think this one could be good. You know what? It will be good. It will be good. Uh, but I'm a little more excited for it after seeing like Suzuki's last. I think it was in GCW. It didn't match to GCW. And uh, I have a little more hope that this won't be just Suzuki uh, doing Suzuki stuff and Broner not getting a lot in. Which is my big concern with these Suzuki US matches. Uh, but that match with Samoa Joe was fucking dope too, so... Have you heard since we were recording, uh, it's been reported that Kushida's left WWE? Oh, wait, what? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's so fucking awesome. Breaking, breaking news to Ed here on the podcast, even though most listeners heard a couple days ago. I will watch some New Japan if he goes. I'll do it. There's a couple things they could do to get me to start watching. Uh, Kushida Return is on that list. I would, I'd be, I'd be interested in seeing Kushida back in New Japan. Is there, wow. is there any other New Japan wrestlers you would like to see come to the U.S. outside yes. of Okada? Yes. Who? Uh, last tour, they brought uh, with Suzuki for a couple dates, Taiji Ishimori. I want to see because I liked him a lot. Noah. Um, I mean, there's big. Yeah, there's the big ones. The like, I'd love to see Shingo or Hiromu. But like, as far as like people that would like would do it, that I think have a chance. Um, Sho or Yo, dig dig seeing them. Uh, Taguchi would be fun. Uh, Goto, I'd like to, never. That's my pick. Never mind. I want to see Hiroki Goto really badly. Goto's on my list, and Togi. Yeah, I'd like to see Togi Makabe while you could still go to Kojima. Any of the New Japan dads, I'd be stoked to see. When I was first trying out New Japan, when I was you know still watching it, uh, that was the first Japanese wrestler that stood out to me was Togi. I was like, I don't know what it is, just to me looks completely different, and I fucking gravitated towards him. I think he's fucking awesome. My number two would probably be TMDK, because they have Mikey Nichols, and they're using Shane Hayes now. I just hope Suzuki lets Broner get some shit in. <laughs> I hope he just doesn't maul him, dude. I just don't want that at all. Like, yelling Kazan NRA, I'm stoked for. Like, I really, really am. And being able to say, like, oh, I saw Suzuki live is a dope thing. Yeah. But, like, I just don't want him to go out there and just not do anything. <laughs> and you're obviously not doing a meet and greet. No, 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 I won't. I won't do that. I say obviously only because, like, you rarely yeah. pay them, if ever. Yeah, it's, there's not many people I would pay money to meet. Uh, it's not a knock on Suzuki. It's just, yeah, I mean, greets on my thing. I don't know, unless you're, uh, you know, Scarlet Bardot and... That was for, that was a bit. <laughs> that was a bit. Um, no, I paid to meet Shayna the first time she was there, because I didn't know she's coming back. Like, I didn't... <laughs> so, yeah. She, she I think that a... might have been the only, like, AIW meet greet I ever did with Shayna. Really? Yeah. I liked her a lot on Ultimate Fighter, though, so... I think, I think this is a real great match. Um... It might not live up to like certain standards. Come, I understand where you're coming from, Ed. But looking at this from Droner's point of view, this is this is huge. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I know when Suzuki was announced, I was like, okay, who's you know the list of possible opponents? And for me, it came down to Broner and Kaplan. And the one that I wanted to see more than anything was Broner. Dude, I would like to see them both, but for completely different reasons. <laughs> Like, you know how Cap, like, I'd love to see how Kaplan works in matches with Minoru Suzuki. Like, that would be fucking crazy. Broner, like I said, I have a little more faith in this than I did at this point uh, last week. Especially because with that AIW match, or AEW match, Joe beat the shit out of him. So, like, 
he will do it. It's just I hope he does. Like, but as I said, like I don't know, man. We're all there to yell Kaza and Ra, and we'll all get to do it. and That's awesome. So no matter what, like that's gonna be a good time. I'm definitely doing the meet and greet for this one, mainly because you know what? it's I don't know when I'll ever get the opportunity again. And sometimes, yeah, you, you just gotta take the shot when you got it. And for me, this is probably gonna be it. It's not a no. It's not a no. I'll say that. I could. You just talked me into it. You talked me into th- at least thinking about it. <laughs> you probably. Yeah, you man, probably won't when do is the it, next but... time I will be around Minoru Suzuki? It's probably never again. You should. You should do it only uh, so you could ask him if he likes twice. He actually loves One Piece. So if I talked to him about anything, there would be One Piece. He was on it, you know. I have no idea what that is. It's like one of the biggest anime. Been running for like ever. It's about pirates. He played a wrestler that was basically himself. <laughs> All right, who you got in this one? Minoru Suzuki. <laughs> I love Broner, but like, no, Minoru Suzuki. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna echo the the same thing. I'm picking Suzuki, but I do love you, Broner. <laughs> I, I really do. All right, let's move on to the main event. Absolute intense title match: Matt Cardona with Chelsea Green versus Josh Prohibition. Poor Chelsea. Yeah. Um, Talk about uh, oh, I think you said his name wrong. By the way, why? I call him Broski. Oh no! What would you say? What? Matt Cardona. Mid Cardona. <laughs> yeah, Mid Cardona. Matt Cardona. Mid Cardona. Yes. Uh, we talked about uh, meet and greets. This is actually another meet and greet. I'm going to do for once. It's not again. Is no, it's not Matt Cardona. Uh, Chelsea. I do. Oh. I have a. <laughs> I have a figure that I want signed. <laughs> she was around long enough to get a toy. Yeah. She she got Get one the fuck out of here. She got one on her way out. Like who's that for? It was a basic figure. So those are like the 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 cheap end ones, which granted cheap end is can't remember if they're like ten or fifteen dollars. I think it's ten. But also Wow. It's a it's a female wrestler. I don't know if you know anything about female wrestling fans. Yeah, they're of course everybody kinda I would say not everybody gets a figure, but Did Noof get a figure yet? Who? I don't know her WWE name. The girl from AIW. Dude, I don't even remember like her AIW name because like on uh Ethan Page's podcast I'd call her Noof. Because I think that might be her real name. Aaliyah. Oh. <laughs> I generally could not think of her indie name either. Like I all I could remember is like them calling her Noof on that podcast. Uh formerly Jasmine. Oh, okay. Uh I don't think so. All right. Because that'd be like, that's what the level I'd put Chelsea Green at. Like, Chelsea Green was like at a at an Aaliyah level. So, <laughs> just shocked she, had, she got a doll made. Huh. Not only did she get a figure, she got one with a chase. I don't know what that even means, if we're being honest. And you guys use that word, a chase, <laughs> a lot. And I've never known, I've never known what it meant. Well, not Oliver or Uncle, but a, a chase figure is basically when it's like, it's kind of the same figure, but like it's different like deco uh and maybe it comes with some things that are a little bit different and normally if it's a chase it's limited okay do they call it a chase because you're supposed to chase after it i i think that's where it comes from okay and normally they're they're worth more money all right do you guys resell them then or do you just keep them on your shelf i keep mine okay. I, <laughs> I have a macho man chase i have i think my colin delaney is a chase that I got from Kenny from the Mystery Men. I just bought a Britt Baker chase. And then I got like one, I think it's just one micro brawler that's a chase. 
Trying to look around at all my figures. I think it's pretty much it. Oh no, I got a, a King Mabel chase too. Sometimes they're labeled. Sometimes they're not. Like my Macho Man and King Mabel aren't labeled. And the different. Like, I have a high Boosa doll. <laughs> I think that's my only wrestling. No, I would do love and a Wolfpack sting. Never mind. Looking at them right now. Here's the difference. Kind of like to explain like of the of chase figures. Looking at my Macho Man ones, like the difference is the tights are different. The bandana that he's wearing is different. And one of them has, I think, well, the wrist tape are different, different colors. And then one has like his tape around the hands and fingers and the other one doesn't. Um, Matt Cardona is loving all of this doll talk <laughs> right now. I don't think Matt Cardona listens to the show, especially not after I talked all that shit earlier. <laughs> Mid Cardona. I'm hilarious. I love Josh Prohibition, by the way. I would say don't we all, but some people didn't know who Josh Prohibition was. Those people don't understand context clues. Um, because, like, let's say I've, I don't pay attention to uh, CMLL, right? I think if I went to, like, a show at Arena Mexico and they brought out a mystery partner main event and everyone around me freaked out, right? I'm very happy. I would get that. The, oh, this guy uh, is a star here or must have been very important at some point. So people that don't understand that are very weird because the Cleveland crowd freaks the fuck out when Josh Prohibition comes out. Right. Everyone is very loud and happy. So that should be enough to tell you, oh, this guy is a big deal in this company that I'm watching. Yeah, you got that, Adam Van. <laughs> it wasn't just Adam. It was a couple. It was a lot of people. Yeah. Does Josh Prohibition walk out champion? Um, no. Um, probably gets you know Cardona will do some sneaky shit and then probably hit him with that Rough Rider. He's got a different. What's it called? <laughs> it's, it's a Rough Rider. Does that still his finish? Uh what the fuck is it called? I know the the Broski boots now the reboot. Okay. Fuck. I. Uh... It's the same move, right? He's it's the same finisher. It's just a different name, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, no Brian Myers on this show, huh? I would say at least not that's been announced, but I figured that you would announce that match early. They wouldn't be like, oh yeah, here's the last match, uh, Brian Myers versus so-and-so. Yeah. Like, that would be up front with the, like, here's Minoru Suzuki, here's Shaza McKenzie. Oh, Brian Myers is going to be there too. And Chelsea Green, for some reason. <laughs> Chelsea Green's coming, so Zack Ryder has someone to uh, travel with. Hey, I'm forward. I'm going to get a fucking my figure sign. I'm happy. Now, I still can't believe she has a doll. Now I need Dan Severn to come back because I have a figure of him that I want signed too. Dan Severn got a doll made? Oh, oh, dude, yeah. Oh, in like the Jacks era, probably, right? Yeah. Jack specific? Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I found one. Ooh, I have an update on a thing that I talked about before. <laughs> okay. I went to Toy Hunters, like the. Which is a toy store near me. Which is where I bought my Dan Severn, which I was about to say that, so perfect segue. The Doctor Death Steve Williams is no longer there. Oh shit. That means it took like a year and a half, but somebody bought that Doctor Death Steve Williams. Yeah, like some some of those wrestling figures do seem to sit there a lot. Uh-huh. Like uh that Severn, I'm pretty sure was there like a year ago from when I lap was last there. Cause I kind of regretted not picking it up. And I was like, oh, if I go back there and it's there, I'll grab it. And like, yeah, I've it was. I think there was. There was two there, and then I want to say they still have the 
OG Dragon Zord I want. And one they of the, do, and it is two hundred dollars. And half of the reason why I want, like, granted, I love the Dragon Zord. I had that same one as a kid, but the sticker's still on it, and it's hills, and okay. that's where I got like all my stuff from. So it's like, <laughs> oh, this is cool because it still has the hill sticker. Tell some people are crazy about like Toys R Us. Like, I went to like Toys R Us like a handful of times in my life, mostly as an adult. But Hills was like my shit. That was where I went for fucking toys. Um, Dragon Zord is dope. I was just talking the other day about how the Ninja Megazord is probably my favorite Megazord. I don't know. From season two. Season two Megazord. Oh, was that? I thought that was. I don't know. Is is Thunder season one or two? Oh, that's what I mean. The Thunder Megazord. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the Thunder Megazord is my favorite look. Favorite Megazord design. My favorite Megazord design is the uh, Dragonzord Megazord, where it's n- there's no T Rex. Yeah, like the main body is the the Dragonzord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like I used to love making that one as a kid because I had like all the toys, like definitely all the Zords. And when when the Thunder Zord came out, I got for Christmas one year. I got you know the whole set. And I think that one was weird too because they sold that like dragon sword is one or whatever it was the mm-hmm. the red one was the white tiger sword was obviously one and then like the rest were <laughs> were fucking together yeah 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 wow prices on toys are ridiculous <laughs> i regret getting rid of like the original megazord because i had not only did i have the megazord for all, all of it i had the dragon sword and i had titanus is cardona a power rangers guy uh, I think kind of, but not as much okay. as like Ninja Turtles and everything. You know who's yeah who's been getting into Power Rangers more? Well, uh, Swaggles one and Ethan Page is another one, but uh, yeah, Brian Myers because his oldest daughter has been getting into Power Rangers. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I think she's watching. Hopefully, I was. I think she's been watching a toy podcast if they talk about like Power Rangers on it. <laughs> no, it's it's mostly wrestling figures, and then like uh, like random other stuff. Like if they're talking about weekly purchases, has anybody ever made the argument to them that any figure is a wrestling figure? <laughs> well, yes, but obviously they mean like <laughs> the wrestling toy lines. Like obviously, because yeah. they they do talk about if you have a, you had a fig fed back in the day, you know you would have wrestlers go up against like ninja turtles and all that kind of just because like mm-hmm. you, you had what you had my fig fed when i was like nine had the terminator in it never seen that movie <laughs> he was just the same scale as the figures so when the fuck is justin gonna call back to pod van dam i'm i literally miss has ed seen it well i don't know i'll tell him <laughs> you know what he won't ask though is morbius i've seen morbius <laughs> Oh, you know what movie I, I recently bought on Blu-ray? So you're not going to have an excuse of not seeing it because I'm going to eventually let you borrow it? What? They Live. Okay, yeah. See, I was just talking the other day about how, like, I said I've never seen Back to the Future, and somebody's like, oh, you got to watch it. And I was like, I'm not trying to be a dick, man, but it's been out for, like, almost, like, like 30 years. I've had chances to watch it. Like, it's, like, I'm just never going to. <laughs> but nah, man, I'd watch They Live because it seems real weird. Yeah, I think you would like it. You know who hasn't seen They Live? Cardona. I, th- I believe Cardona has not seen it. All right. We're in the same boat. We'll watch it together, Matt. 
Uh, who, who do you got winning this one? Fucking mid Cardona. No chance he loses, which sucks. And he'll be some little, he'll win it like a little shithead. Some little dumb shithead way. He's yeah. a shithead. So he's a shithead? He's a fucking shithead, dude. Unless he does that call leader gimmick that I just came up with. Then I'll think he's pretty good at this. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cardona, too. All right, well, this, this has gone on really long. We've had a lot of tangents. Uh, I'm going to have to edit this, and then I have to edit Pod Van Dam. But you got to record it first, so. Uh, yeah. Any uh, final thoughts, last-minute plugs before we go? Um, I, um, yeah, I'm going to just keep pitching shows to Jerry, I think, at IWTV until I get one. So hopefully at some point I'll have a show on there to promote. Um, Listen to Pod Van Dam. It's not every Thursday. Just like um, this show. Yeah, you can listen to them back to back. That's what I do. Um, you'll you'll probably have to listen to Wrestling on- Cheers first, only because Pod Van Dam normally comes out later in the day. Yeah, and uh, for sure, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'll say about ten a.m. Hey, is that episode posted? Because I need no one to tweet this out. And John will say, "Oh yeah, my bad. I'll get to it right now." And then about three or four o'clock, it'll happen. Which is fine. I told him as long as it comes out on a Thursday, I'll never complain. Um, follow me on Twitter at Pod Van Dam. Uh, that's my Twitter. R.I.P. Pod Van Ed. Oh man, it's like that year of Nick Stab that never happened. <laughs> All right. Of course, you can find myself at J Summers three three zero on TikTok, Twitter, and Instagram. Much like you can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Facebook.com slash Wrestling Cheers, Twitter.com slash Wrestling Cheers, and Instagram.com slash wrestling cheers email if you so choose to desire wrestling cheers at gmail.com and we no longer have a merch store anywhere like i said earlier in the show please rate review and subscribe your ever listen to this fine podcast whether it be apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, stitcher tune in youtube spotify iHeartRadio, pandora amazon music or podbean wrestling cheers.podbean.com check out our friends on the trending topics network such as all beer inside your vision showcase the spanish announce table check out our other podcast friends, such as Pod Van Dam, Super Fantastic Podcast, It's Evolution Baby, The Indie Cast, Sobros Network, Biff Radio, Game Marks Podcast, Powerbomb Jitsu, The Spotlight Series, Fully Posable, Doing the Favor, Positively Pro Wrestling, IWTV Guide, If You Catch My Grift, At Odds with Wrestling, Marks with Mikes, X Over Podcast, This Ends at Prom, and Porch Talk. Check out our other non-podcasting friends, such as Thrift Store Jobber, The Savage Dash, The Mystery Men, Redline Radio, Mouse's Wrestling Adventures, VHS Party Tonight on Instagram, Heart of Gold, Toy Hio Toy Show, Time Capsule Toys, Stay Tough, Smoke and Jay's Barbecue, and remember you can use promo code CHEERS for a discount on your order. JCP Designs, Midwest Territory, Southern Underground Pro, and the official graphic designer of Wrestling Cheers, Moy Boy Designs. That will do it for us here on Wrestling Cheers, where everybody knows your name, and we'll see you in the future. Later. It's the Wrestling Cheers. Get up on your feet. Praying in your day, in the middle of the week. And you gotta love the show. Yeah, you know it holds a title for the best podcast. Talking wrestling in Ohio. Finishing a cold one. Take a load off. We ain't all about the prohibition like Josh. So we cheers. 
And then we sit back Other shows are in the trash Kinda like they Nick Stapp Like the name is Matt Justice Wearing all the gold Wrestling cheers is coming to a close The number one podcast going in the game And one day everybody's gonna know the name It's the Wrestling Cheers This is Platinum Max Signing off Ohio Good night The world Good night We love you We'll see you next week